1: Welcome into the Bottom Line News Radio six ten K O N A. It is Wednesday afternoon five four seven one six ten is the number if you'd like to get involved. Going to put that on hold for a few minutes as we welcome to the program the head coach of the Richland Bombers on the Gridiron, Mister Mike Neidhold. Good afternoon to you, Coach. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? Well, another day in paradise, sir. I guess that's yeah. the best way we could put it right now. Yeah, but. Yeah, uh, totally. <laughs> Uh, it's it's certainly a difficult time for all of us, and w- of course this time of year, uh, many people in the area, they get ready for some football. They are yep. excited to see uh, the local kids on the field, the college kids on the field, and then of course Seahawks on Sundays. But the WIAA made the announcement yesterday that football, at least, will be pushed back to the spring. Uh, yep. Talk Talk to us a little bit, Coach, about how this... Um, impacts more than just the schedule because I can imagine for you, for the kids, for the athletic department, uh, this puts some some interesting wrinkles into the plans.
2: For sure. Um, well, you know, by now, um, all of us, and I'll, I'll include all the other Tri-City schools, we would have had almost uh, 30 to 40 practices, and um, going all the way back to pre-shutdown. Um, we 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 have a very organized spring football practice here in town. We were headed to Boise State to to have uh, a week long camp down there, and and by the time we get back, uh, you know, from all that, this time of year we're we have 30 uh, practices, you know, under our belt. And now um, with all the cancellations and whatnot, and football moving to the spring, you know, we haven't had those uh, practices and. And I haven't even met the freshman kids coming in yet. So, so there's lots of things that, that haven't happened that are going to affect us, uh, I think, down the road. Um, you know, how do, how do you get all the offensive packages and defensive packages and special teams work in, um, you know, prior to a spring season, you know, when the kids are playing basketball? And so there's a, there's a few wrinkles I think we need to figure out.
1: We're talking with Mike Neidhold. He's the head coach of the Richland Bombers here on the bottom line. News Radio 610 KON8. Coach Neidhold,
3: uh, I guess uh, if you want to turn it into a positive, it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's better than just canceling uh, football and all the fall sports altogether like they did in California, is it not?
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. We were looking at um, canceling. You know, we know enough to know that the way things are right now, there wouldn't be any high school football um, in a month. And so the fact that they've moved the football season to the spring is, is, a, is a tremendous uh, opportunity for us. It gives us hope for a season. And, and uh, yeah, you know, I think that right there um, uh, outweighs any negative that you could think of, um, you know, as far as, as having football in the spring. Um, it'll be new. Uh, it'll be different. Um, and that doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Um, I can't wait. It's going to be fun.
3: It's also going to be a little bit more compressed, too, is it not? It's going to be, you know, basically two months of uh, of of playing, and that includes um, playoffs and championship. However, that might look.
2: Absolutely, yeah. And I've told my boys uh, um, that uh, when we get the green light to play football, we're going to start. We're going to go, and so you need to do your part, and uh, you know, get yourself academically sound. Um, make, make sure that you're in, you know, tip shape, tip top shape. And, and, uh, cause when we do get started, we're going to have to go quick.
3: Now, coach, you, uh, you're also a teacher in the Richland school district and, uh, yep. um, there's been a lot of uh, back and forth uh, between yeah. parents and, and teachers and students, but mostly the, you know, the, the, the school district and teachers and, and parents. Mm-hmm. And a lot of mixed feelings about returning to the classroom or not, or uh, a mix of in-person, uh, online hybrids and all that. Yeah. Um, where, where do you fall into that uh, category, being not only a football instructor, but an yeah. instructor in the classroom?
2: Well, I, I missed my classroom, classroom, uh, something horrible. I, 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 uh, I love going to school every day and I, I love sitting with the kids in my classroom and, and I love, uh, the things that we do. I teach English. So we cover a lot of topics in there. Um, and the fact that I may not be able to do that this fall is, uh, makes me sad. Um, uh, so much of high school and, teaching and any subject is, is, is uh, developing relationships with kids. And, and um, it's hard to do that, you know, when you're looking at a TV or a, a monitor, it, you know, it, it, it's hard to have a classroom in a zoom setting. Um, but at the same time, our, our, our obligation is to keep these kids safe. And, and I'm sure that the powers that be will um, figure out a way to get us to school somehow and, um, Sooner rather
3: than later. And we're talking with Mike Neidhold. He's the Richland football coach as well as English teacher here on the bottom line, News Radio six ten K O N A.
1: You know, coach, we we look at a lot of this and we we narrow it in um specifically on what we're talking about, what we're dealing with, uh the impact to Richland, the impact of the Tri Cities, yep. Washington State. But for a lot of these kids and, and this is the first first time it's really going to impact football. We saw it impact baseball in the spring, yeah. um, especially these kids that are going into their senior year. And these are kids, some of whom have been recruited to yeah. higher-level schools. You yeah. get phone calls from recruiters about your, your players on a regular basis. When we take this out to another level, in your opinion, are we looking at a potential – Gap, or are we looking at a, at a potential issue as far as kids being able to pursue athletic careers as a result of this? Where you know, could scholarships go on hold? Could uh, you know if programs are are going on hold around around the country, not just mm-hmm. the high school level, but the college level? Could be, could we be looking at a gap to where kids? Um, that have the ability to pursue an athletic career are going to see that stalled and maybe even come to an end as a result of this?
2: Well, you could. Um, that, that's an answer that the college boys would have to answer. Um, you know, that's a question that they'd have to answer um, because that's what they do and all that. I, I, I do know that that uh, I have a couple of kids that have been recruited this summer. Oh, well, summer. It's not quite summer. Um, since since the shutdown happened, I've had uh, several colleges call me about kids. So they're they're actively pursuing their their re- recruiting process at the college level. Whether or not they get to the play or not is is has yet yet to be seen. But um, I, I I know that at least with our kids and some of the better kids in the Tri-Cities that uh, that I've I've uh, uh, communicated with that um, if, if you're good enough, you're going to get recruited by the college kids. And that, that is, that is happening right now. And all this was um, all this recruiting has been going on with the thought that we would play football in the fall. And so um, the fact that the football is going to maybe go out to the spring, I'm not sure that's going to have a huge impact on kids uh, because of the films that they college guys look at are last year's films last year's games for this year's seniors um i will say had there not been football at all i think a a kid that's a senior that has a great season that, that comes out of nowhere he might get overlooked so that would and that would be too bad
1: We're talking with Mike Neidholt, the head coach of the Richland Bombers, here on the Bottom Line News Radio, 610 KONA. Coach, one final question for you. We appreciate Mm -hmm. your time, certainly. Absolutely. Many of us know um, how important normalcy is. And one of those things for a lot of us is sports. And it's that that escape from the real life. It's that ability to watch talented people perform, uh, to watch that competition. How much... Do you think getting back, whether it's the spring or or whatever we see, is bringing things that we are used to, that we look at as traditions? Uh, you know, bringing back high school football and everything else. How much, how important do you think that's going to be to our collective morale and our collective psyche?
2: Well, I think it's uh, it's it's the number one thing that going to get us all back to back to back together is is being normal, and school is one of those things that we all know is, is as normal. Everybody's been to school. And everybody counts on school being being ready to go here in the next month, and 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 so uh, as soon as we get back to that, I, I think that's going to be a huge help. And then you know, what, what's more, um, is there anything greater than the Friday night football game anywhere in, in our in our community? That's it's it's just an event that people look forward to it. It uh, schools are different on Friday nights, or, or all day at schools on Friday. That there's a there's a buzz in the uh, in, in the uh, hallways, and and the event that happens on Friday night. And it's not just the football players; it's the band and the cheerleaders and the dance team and the parents and and whatnot. And and then the things that sports teach us, you know, about humility and and you, you, uh, be doing something for somebody else and and having somebody else count on you to do your job, and everything that sports teaches us, those are things that we need to have. That, and and when we get back to normal, those things will start happening again. And so I I I think being having school and and, and having football and and just things that school brings us are important.
1: Coach, I was wrong. I got one more question for you. Don't okay. get. <laughs> You know, we're seeing this happen around the country with with the professional sports, where they are going to be playing uh, without fans. And even if football is able to resume in the spring, there is a possibility it could be with empty stands. Yeah. Um, what kind of a what kind of an impact do you think that will have um, on on the kids, on the coaching staff, uh, to if if it's required to play in front of of fanless stadiums?
2: well I, I i can speak for us at Richland that when we have a game our our student section is is uh far and away um the most energized of of any any anybody they th- those kids come out for football games and it's just it's just amazing to me the kind of energy they bring um they they leave school at two thirty on Friday and they go to the stadium and and wait for the game and and there's 800 of them at a game, and you, you guys have been at our games, and you've seen them jump around and, and they bring a great positive energy to our to our, our coaching staff and our players and and I, I, I think it would be very it, it, it'll be the same it won't be the same experience as a regular Friday night with nobody there. It'll almost be like football camp when you're playing you know when Graf and I would schedule a, a scrimmage in the spring and go play each other. There'd be, you know, parents and girlfriends there, but it, it just seemed like a scrimmage. And I, and I wonder if if we get to play in the in the spring, if if if, if it wouldn't be just a little bit tainted by the fact that there's no um, there's nobody in the stands. Uh, I, I don't know that I would like that, um, but I, the, the fact that we get to play um, overweighs the fact that there wouldn't be anybody there.
1: Ritsland Bomber head coach Mike Nighthole, thank you very much, sir, for your time. We appreciate it, and thank uh, you. ultimately, stay safe and stay well, sir.
2: Yeah, uh, you guys too. Thanks for having me. Appreciate
1: we got it. it. Our pleasure.
2: Okay, thank you.
1: Head coach Mike Nighthold of the Ritzland Bombers. Good perspective. Absolutely, great perspective. On the heels of the WIAA's announcement, football spring at the earliest, and of course, working in that combination of school and well as well as many coaches also teach. Appreciate Coach Knight holds time this afternoon. Back with more of the bottom line after this.
0: Speak your piece. Call 509 547 1610. More of the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 KONA.
1: The bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. It is Wednesday afternoon. The phone number 547 1610 if you would like to get involved. Thrilled to have our good friends, Perfection Tire, a part of the bottom line here on News Radio 610 KONA. Look, people are thinking about trying to get away a little bit, safely, of course. But if you are going to go somewhere, maybe you're going to go on a vacation, maybe you are going to. You know, get away to the coast. Try and get a little R and R, and you know, do a staycation somewhere else. Um, it's warm. If your AC needs servicing, get a hold of Perfection Tire now. Don't wait until you leave. Make sure you're ready for a long road trip. Don't get stranded in the heat. Call for an appointment to get your AC service. They do everything, not just tires, at Perfection Tire. Four locations here in the Tri-Cities, locally owned and operated. You can visit PerfectionTire.com for more. Again,
3: appreciate uh, Mike Neidhold uh, giving us his perspective on uh, mostly on the move by the WIAA to um, move football and a lot of sports around uh, to accommodate the uncertainty of the COVID virus mm-hmm. this fall, he also offered some insight on uh, you know as a as a teacher too, which is uh, always interesting to hear. Um, what's your take? They're they're going to have four different quote unquote seasons, all of them lasting roughly two months, and in November and December there will be no sports. Period. Uh, But there'll be four seasons. We're going to start off the fall with the sports that are supposedly uh, less likely to transmit the virus, cross-country, things like that.
1: You have people that run next to each other. Yeah. I I mean, seriously,
3: are they going to make make them wear masks? I would think they'll pass out from carbon
1: dioxide. I would think tennis would be on the list. You are definitely more than six feet away from somebody playing tennis. Well, unless you play doubles, there won't be any doubles. No, no doubles. You no can doubles. do singles. No yep. doubles. You can do singles. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio six ten K one Your name? Where are you calling from?
4: Yeah, this is uh, Dick Murray, uh, candidate for Lieutenant Governor of the State of Washington. Thought I'd call in and see if you, have, if you want to talk about my candidacy and why I'd be the best choice for Lieutenant Governor.
1: Well, why don't you tell us why you'd be the best choice for Lieutenant Governor?
4: Well, there's uh, 11 people running, and the, you want somebody with experience and who's electable. And uh, I'm the only candidate who has got all four pillars of experience to be Lieutenant Governor. 22 years in the military, retired as a Lieutenant Colonel, served a lot of great things. We spent a lot of time on war stories and things that I did. Uh, retired in 1997, immediately got onto the uh, Silicon School Board, served there for seven years, did a lot of great things, including the first uh, Online Virtual Academy, the Washington Virtual Academy, that I got passed in 2004. Then I got into the Pierce County Council, served nine years on the Pierce County Council, left the Pierce County Council, because here in Pierce County, we have term limits, so I was, uh, had to leave. I retired from politics, but then I got appointed to the state legislature in 2013 when we had a death of our senator, and our house member became the senator, and I became the, a state rep for six years. So I've been, we've been at all four corners, 45 years of experience. Um, I've shown that I can win elections. None of the Republicans running have ever served in the military or served in any elected office. Run many times, lost many times. And at some point, we need to nominate somebody on the Republican side who can not only do the job, but can get elected. And I've been elected seven times. So just thought that'd be uh, married, 41 years, four kids. Eleven grandchildren,
1: happy, happy guy. <laughs> so, so and, you you su- any- and you certainly right. sound like it. If anybody has, if anybody wants to find out any more uh, about your campaign and about the uh, the platform that you are running on, sir, where can they go for more information?
4: The best thing actually is go to my Facebook page because that's, I'm always posting stuff that's political. So go to facebook.com/slash elect dick So elect. Dick, D-I-C-K.
1: My last name is spelled M-U-R-I. So All, right. All right. Fantastic. Well, it's good to hear from you, sir. And uh, we certainly wish you the best of luck on your race.
3: You know, sometimes, uh, every once in a while, Rob, we uh, we go off script. And that's okay. Sometimes you get random calls from candidates who are running for office. And you and I have had this discussion as we end our first half hour. This is obviously something none of us have ever been through, this COVID-19 pandemic, especially during a political season where candidates are not able to get out and talk to people as much as they normally would. Sure. Speaking of which, coming up at 4 o'clock, we'll hear from a GOP gubernatorial candidate, Dr. Raul Garcia. It's the bottom line. News Radio 610 KONA. Take a time out, get you some local news. Back with more after this.
0: that cares what you think. Call in now, 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom line News Radio
1: 610-KONA. It is Wednesday afternoon. Phone number is 547-1610. You can also hit us via email, 610kona.com, the bottom line page. Your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. Going right to the phones. Good afternoon to you. What's your name? Where are you calling from?
5: This is Art from Kennewick. Uh, Just a couple of comments on the You know, it was nice to hear the coach uh, from uh, Richland. uh, But, you know, uh, if there is no fans in the stands, uh, you know, they won't be getting any revenue coming in, which uh, could be a problem. And then, uh, you know, they go on in playoffs and so forth. Uh, It it could just about – uh, defeat the defeat the whole uh, purpose. I know the kids want to play in everything, but uh, boy, I don't know. And then also I'd like to bring up you know what you've got, the, the pros and so forth. Uh, you know, with politics being brought in, I sure hope it doesn't come down to the uh, high school level. I think in our area, we may not have to worry so much about it, but you get over to Seattle and and some of the other places uh, where the kneeling and and so forth. And right now, you know, I'm a big sports fan, but I could just about care less if the NFL even plays this season, if they're going to be kneeling uh, uh, for an anthem that's not our uh, national anthem. And, uh, you you know, this other stuff. I mean, why cheer for ballplayers who – Pretty much just saying uh, this is a racist country, and uh, no, it's not a racist country. Are there racists? Yes, but doggone uh, from that Floyd thing, just about all of us unified that it was wrong, and this Black Lives Matter deal had just gone too far. I'd just like to say, I as far as I'm concerned, the pro of uh, football. If they don't change their ways, I just assume they would go belly up. I'd like to see a league where we we have no politics in it, if that's possible. Thank you.
1: Thanks for the call, Art. And uh, from what I understand, Vince McMahon is now getting back to work. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm I'm sure he's very delighted to hear Art's Art's comments in that regard. We got an email from Mike in Kennewick. With football and other sports moving to the spring, it will also impact the standard spring sports that are already in place. For instance, many kids play two sports. They'll have to choose. Many athletes from football also play soccer or are in track and field, and they're good in both. In addition, many basketball players play football, too. It won't be easy for them to come out of basketball and immediately start football, especially when there is a limited time to learn the playbook. Many seniors might choose to just not play with graduation and end-of-school activities. Coach Neidholt and the other football coaches, along with all the spring sports coaches, have a huge challenge ahead of them. Thanks for the email, Mike, and great points, uh, certainly. And, you know, for the kids, it'll come down to... Now, at the same time, if you look at it from another aspect, you know, you if you have kids that play two sports and they decide which one, it may give an opportunity to a kid to play who may not have had that opportunity otherwise. There's that. You know, you may There's have that. a kid who would have been maybe spending more time on the bench than, you know, if if the regular season was in place and this kid will have the opportunity to grow a little bit faster get put in you know be exposed to more playing time and maybe develop a little bit faster as a result. So I mean there there are I think there are positives as well as certainly some concerns where kids that are very good in both may have to make a decision on one, but that could open up an opportunity for another kid to get more playing time and maybe prove they're a little bit better than initially thought.
3: And a couple of the other facets to this uh rescheduling and reshuffling of the of the state high school sports, is not only, you know, everybody talks about football. Football is the most popular statewide, no question. Basketball's way up there. Um, You know, baseball, soccer, they're all really good sports. But moving football to the spring, that's kind of the, the headline thing. But to me, what I found really fascinating was the schedule itself. You are, in essence, contracting... A normal season into two months, including the playoffs and championships, you get basically two months to to play a handful of games and play um, you know some playoffs and and crown a champion statewide. Obviously, that's going to mean fewer games, and I'm going to throw this there out there: if you have fewer games. It's a little bit more of a sprint to the finish. Every single one of those games is going to be that much more important. Sure. Also, with playing fewer games, you might possibly positively affect the rate of injury. You will have fewer, you know, a a shorter amount of time. I mean, not to say that kids won't get injured, but you may have fewer injuries, during the time just because of law of averages on the flip side you may also have a situation where if somebody does get injured during the season there's not enough time for them to return to play um there's certainly that but but then having basically the entire month of november and december off and people are wondering why are you doing that well when you are talking about Any virus, remember, they're doing all this because of the COVID, right? Sure. When you are looking at any virus, before anybody says, I know COVID is not the flu, okay, but the viruses act similarly. November and December is when the flu season really ramps up. That's why health professionals want you to get a flu shot before November, preferably, so it can last the entire flu season. So November and December, yeah, there's holidays in there. And so I'm sure the kids will and their parents will like having the holidays off. But you're also looking at maybe some downtime because of whatever virus might be floating around, flu or otherwise. 547-1610-509-547-1610. And you can also send us an email by going to our website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page and send us your question or comment. Are you in favor of what the WIAA did or not? And really, the only other thing we have to compare it to is what they did in California. Uh, They have canceled all of their fall sports. They just flat out canceled them. And, you know, they... They're gonna they're gonna start school online as as Oregon is and you know could very well be Washington too. But California just chopped the the front end of the high school sports season, so you're seeing some high school athletes in California just they know they're not going to play football, so they are enrolling early if they were recruited by a college and and just starting a little bit earlier. So. Are you in favor of this? 5471610. Let's go to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
5: This is Sean from Benton City.
3: And what's on your mind?
5: i got to say I'm, I'm in favor of it. I've got a, a son who is a senior. He's going to be going to Kennewick High this year. He's a marching man. And I was kind of looking forward to this fall, watching him being able to perform. And it's great that they push it back. I think it's great. I think it's the smart thing to do, keep all the children safe, and that everybody can, you know, be
2: safe and participate. And hopefully, you know, by that time we should have a cure, I would hope. But I'm all for what the WIAA did today.
3: All right. Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. I guess uh, kind of my umbrella statement is – I am glad that they didn't do what California did and just chop it off, you know, on the front end, knowing that, I mean, yeah, there's too many uncertainties to be able to try to pull off football right now in the spring, and everybody knows it. So hats off to the WIAA. It's going to be a little weird, and it's going to be short season, but at least every single sport will get to compete. Every, every single athlete... Uh, We'll get a chance to compete. It's not going to be as long a season as before. And it's going to, you know, maybe it's not in the the season that you're normally used to, but at least you're not California and getting it all just chopped off uh, because of the virus. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
6: This is Sean. I'm from Walla Walla.
3: Hey, Sean. What's up?
6: Hey, Ed. Part of what we're talking about with the WIAA is. I I don't believe that we will have a spring sports uh, season this year, just for the fact the way they've laid down all of this. They keep pushing it out and pushing it out, and they give a little bit. And then come deep day, they're saying, well, now we're going to change the program again. I think as parents of these students, not just for athletics, but for academics too – We should have a choice in what these kids are going to be up to for the next eight, nine months. Because not only are the kids going to be combined together in the spring in multiple sports, a lot of these teams aren't going to have full sports because you're going to be dividing these kids up that generally play two, three sports a year. They're all going to be competing at the same time pretty much. So you're not going to have the teams that you generally have because those kids are going to have to choose between what sport they're going to participate come springtime if we get there.
3: Appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Five four seven one six ten 1610 is the number. Back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from?
5: Hey, this is Brian from Kennewick.
3: Hi, Brian. What's going on?
4: You,
5: you may have touched on part of this earlier, but, you know, with the seasons being pushed back to the spring, one of the complications is the fact that a lot of these kids in the fall play sports either in winter and spring. So some of them are going to have to make a decision on which one they want to stick with in this this compressed season. The other thing is, is with so many sports crammed into the spring, um, particularly soccer, you know, girls' season in the fall, boys' season in the spring, with both of them in the spring, and other sports, you're going to run out of officials.
3: Yeah, you know, I appreciate the call. That is that is something that we haven't touched on yet. Uh, maybe we'll take a break first and then, uh, then get into that part of it is uh, facilities. I, I'm sure that the WIAA tried to, you know, figure out the best use of facilities. Um, but yeah, offici- uh, officials, when I was officiating, I know a number of uh, officials who officiated other sports. So it's not just the participants of men of multiple sports, but officials may be even harder to come by than they normally are. Back with more after this.
0: Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Rob Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610 O N A.
1: On on News Radio 610 k and It's Wednesday afternoon. Talk to the guys at Roof Max. Been warm the last few days. It's not going to cool off that much over the weekend. And if you think your roof's taking a pounding, it probably is. Call the guys from Roof Max. Have them come out and take a look at it. Absolutely free. They'll give you a free estimate. And the state-of-the-art application that was developed at Patel Labs and Ohio State University will help replenish and refurbish your shingles to give them another 5, 10, maybe even 15 more years instead of having to buy a new roof. The best part, it costs 15 to 20% of what a new roof would. So get a hold of Roof Max today for a free quote, locally owned and operated. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA. A. is your name? Where are you calling from?
2: Hey, guys, this is Matt from Dale. What's
6: up? Well, what we have here is unprecedented, and uh, so you're you look at you talking about the schools and uh you have the athletes and everything like that but what's going to be coming on the ramification is is that uh in 10 years or 15 years after they graduate they're going to be known as the covid graduates because they didn't complete a year they didn't they didn't do any athletics i mean it's all going to be stupid i mean thanks to the democrats but uh
1: it, 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 nothing is going to count. Do you, you, uh, you get what I'm talking about here? Nope, we hear you, Matt, loud and clear. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. You know, and it, I guess it,
3: we'll have to wait and see, mm-hmm. you know, because the WIAA put out a plan, but we all know that things can change. But at least there is a plan in place to address the immediate concerns and try to be as equitable as possible could um could uh, history put an asterisk by well i'm i'm pretty sure they're going to put an asterisk by this whole 2020 year period but uh you know for any of the the high school athletes and and the games and and all that uh, possibly i suppose but that's a long way away i mean really if you think about again just this year we're not even through July. Think of all the things that have happened in the first nearly seven months of this year. And to think about what's what are things going to look like next spring, it's a huge shot in the dark. Nobody knows. I mean, we could have a viable vaccine possibly by the end of the year or maybe first part of next year. Don't know. And then that's the game changer, right? So
1: I don't know. You know, the vaccine has taken some steps forward in the last couple of days. Um, Two days ago, Pfizer reported the results of their vaccine and that four-fifths of the subjects who received it had vaccine-induced CD8 T-cell responses, and most of those responses were strong. As a result, today it was announced that the federal government is going to enter into an agreement with Pfizer and BioNTech. They're going to pay $1.95 billion for 100 million doses of the corona vaccine once it is fully developed and signed off on by the FDA. Um, Those 100 million doses will be free
0: Hmm. to
1: people who want the vaccine or who qualify for the vaccine. The deal uh, is the U.S. could acquire 500 million additional doses. The president, under uh, Operation Warp Speed, which is what this is called, wants 300 million doses in the United States' hands by the end of January 2021. But wait a second, he's not doing anything. I mean, he's not doing anything. He's, he's not doing anything. No, he's just not sending billions
3: of dollars out for people to do whatever they want with.
1: Oh, but he's not doing anything. It's the Trump virus now. Didn't you know that, Ed? I missed that
3: woke meeting, so um, you'll have to get me up to speed later. Yeah,
1: let's go you're back up to on the, the bottom f- line news radio six ten K O N A. Your name, where are you calling from?
2: Dan from Canada. What's up, Dan? Don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but you guys know as well as I do, and we even kind of made these smarty comments. Uh, probably a couple of years ago relating to the fact that Trump could cure cancer that wouldn't make a darn bit of difference. I see that happening with this, with these, um, uh, you know, the the immunizations they're going to come up with. Uh,
6: Number one, it's got a, a name like warp speed, which means it probably didn't get tangled up into all the bureaucratic BS that normally has to go through. So I could see the other side, whoever the other side may be, claiming that the vaccine is no good. It was rushed. It's going to
2: kill people. What do you think?
3: Yeah, I mean, there's always going
1: to be that. Uh, Well, the the, the trials that are going on have, I mean, Pfizer is ready to begin another trial that's going to include 30,000 more people. um, I believe at the end of this month, either next week or the beginning of August, they're going to start another trial like I said, about thirty, yeah, 30,000 that's going to start this month to test the efficacy and how many people at a broader spectrum wind up producing those results. So this isn't going to be 1976 all over again. Uh, they are going to make sure, because believe, the last thing the President wants to do is rush out a vaccine right before an election that doesn't work or winds up having significant negative side effects. So there's there's a lot out there right now. you Look, I am going to continue to try and find some element of positive in all this because if I don't, I'm going to lose my freaking mind. So, and, and believe me, ask my wife. It's not. It's just she's she's about ready to put a for rent sign out in the bedroom. She's almost done with me at this point in time. We come back. We're going to talk with Dr. Raul Garcia, candidate for governor here in Washington State. It's Bottom Line News Radio 610 O N A.